Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's episode with special guest Corey Ballard. He's not just built one successful business, but he's built two. And so we're going to get to talk to him today about marketing and what's going on over there at Ballard Products. They have innovative products for our industry. And uh, Corey just has a wealth of knowledge. He's been around this industry longer than many of y'all have even been alive. And he knows a lot about what it takes to create a culture where people actually want to come to work, what it takes to market our businesses, to get in front of our potential customers and how to take care of our current customers. And he's just a really smart fellow. So I'm encouraged uh, every time I get to talk to Corey and I definitely have some questions I want to ask him uh, specifically about marketing. I'm just really impressed with what they built over there at Ballard Products. And uh, it's going to be fun to get to pick his brain on today's episode. want to let you guys know the Jobber Grants Program application deadline is quickly approaching. And maybe if you're in podcast land, it's already come and gone, but it is May 26th. 2022 is the deadline for the Jobber Grants application. Now, what this is, is Jobber's giving away $150,000. It's going to go to 25 people ranging from $2,500 to $15,000 grant. So when you multiply that by 25 winners, you'll get to where Jobber's giving away the $150,000. They did this last year. And several folks from the lawn and landscape industry uh, were rewarded uh, part of those funds last year. And so I'm definitely hoping that we'll hear stories from you guys listening that you will get either the 2,500 or maybe all the way up to 15 grand. So, hey, that's that's a lot of money and we could all use it maybe on marketing, maybe on a new piece of equipment or whatever, you, you know, you need to invest it into your business. You're not going to win if you don't apply. You can apply at jobbergrants.com. Com. And again, that deadline is May 26th, 2022. So, all right, guys, I'm excited for this one. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Corey Ballard. Corey Ballard, welcome back to the program, man. Hey, glad to be on, buddy. Yes, sir. Well, first and foremost, I want to give you a big thank you. You uh, supported our fall tour in 2020, and uh, we're going on another tour this summer to Alabama, Arkansas, and Tennessee, and uh, we're very thankful to have Ballard Products uh, partnering with the 2022 summer tour. Thank you, Corey. Yeah, glad to be a part of it, and I love what you're doing, getting out there and talking to guys and putting out a lot of good content that guys uh, hopefully are learning from, and I saw the list of guys you're meeting with, so that should be 
that should be fun to get some good good content out there and get on the road and do a little traveling. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We we say all the time to support our sponsors who support the show. So you know, we want everybody to support Ballard Products. Uh, what do y'all have going on this summer? Well, we're just you know we're constantly working on you know new stuff here, and what, what's been really nice is. You know, we've not that we're through this kind of COVID mess, but we we worked really hard this off season on, uh, you know, just getting stocked up on product, and we've we've been you know releasing some new products. So I I kind of went out on a limb a little bit, and and just stuff that I would typically only order, you know, maybe five hundred or a thousand of, I ordered you know double or triple because I just last summer was really tough. You know, we were out of a lot of product and people were certainly frustrated and, and so were we and we were getting you know messages like it'd be nice if you had product in and i'm like yeah like we we totally agree we're so we you know we've really worked this off season on on looking at the, the products that we know we do really well with and and making sure we were stocked up because it's you know as you know i mean everything's tough to get from vehicles to mowers to you know even accessories i mean we're i've been talking to a lot of guys that are going into their local dealers and you know, they can't even get parts for their mowers that are broken down. So we're just, uh, we've been adding to our team and working hard on, on, you know, being stocked up on the regular products. And of course, I'm always working on new stuff to, um, that I think, you know, will, will help our industry and stuff I think guys need. And we try to listen to what, what people are saying out there and make improvement on products and just keep grinding away. How's the mower blade supply this year? We're totally stocked up. I just, kind of a fun fact, I just shot a video today because our team was having lunch and I was trying to figure out how many blades we've been selling. And um, so through the first 10 days of May, I don't know when this will air, but we had sold 5,700 blades uh, through the first 10 days of May. So we're selling a a lot of blades. Um, I mean, we're selling a lot of everything, but, you know, the mower blades have been a really great product for us. We've got three different, uh, you know, styles of them and we've, we've tried to accommodate almost all the major brands and we're always adding new brands. But, um, I love the mower blade business because, you know, it's a consumable, you got to keep buying them and, you know, not a, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, if you buy a super jacket lasts you 15 years, but if you buy mower blades, most guys are probably switching out their blades, you know, maybe two or three times a year. And, um, so we just, we're sitting on a massive amount of blades right now. And if, if you've seen any of my videos, I got blades sitting outside. I got blades in storage containers. We've got them stacked to the ceiling. Um, that's the only, that is the one tough thing about mower blades is, um, you know, you've so many sizes and widths and center hole differences. And then you've got three varieties of every size. And um, so it's a big inventory item. Um, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of blades we're sitting on, but uh, we're going through them fast, and it's been good. It's been uh, it's been fun, and we're getting a lot of great reviews and and very little very little negative feedback. Occasionally, a guy will hit something like, "Hey, I bent your blade," and I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "Nothing." I'm like, "Well, something happened." He's like, "Well, I hit a steel post." I'm like, "Well, okay, <laughs> that happens." Wow, is are the mower blades, Corey, your number one top selling product? Um, probably quantity wise. Yeah. I mean, just because of the, of the volume, you know, when guys order blades, you know, sometimes they're, you know, they're getting, you know, they might have three or four mowers. So they're getting a couple sets for each. And so probably from a quantity, um, probably from a quantity. Yes. I mean, dollar wise, not our number one seller, but, uh, you know, we've, 
we've got so many products now. I think we have about 340 products now on our website. So, um, you know, all of it's doing really well. We have some that do better than others. And we've, um, I've missed on a few of them. I was just talking to the team this morning and there's been a few things that I thought were really, really cool. And they just haven't maybe hit as well as I thought they would have, but, uh, um, you know, maybe we, sometimes also it's marketing. You know, sometimes we, guys don't know that they need products and if we don't market them well and they kind of explain what they do and and why we think it'll help their operation then it doesn't resonate really well with them but um you know we're just always working on new stuff here and i've got about six or eight new products coming by fall and doing some testing now and and that's what i enjoy i love i love the process of you know trying to create new stuff and then we get a prototype and then we test it and you know make make some adjustments and we get another prototype and then i I typically give it, you know, I'll use it and then I'll typically give it to one of my staff members at Perfect Cut or one of the crews and say, hey, use this product for a week and then just tell me what you think. You know, would you buy it? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? You know, beat the shit out of it. Let me know how it works. You know, try to break it if you, if you can. And so it's nice that I have, you know, the, the ability to, to put the products to actual test and, and really, you know, really run them through the ringer and, you know, and my deal, Paul, has always been, I, I won't sell anything that I wouldn't use. You know, that's kind of my number one rule. We get kind of like Shark Tank. It's kind of funny. We get bitched probably two products a week Wow. Um, from guys, wow. from guys that, and some of them are really cool. They make these products to help their business and they send me one and, and some of them are really cool and some of them aren't, but you know, my deal is if I won't use it, then I can't, I just can't sell it. I, I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to you know, making, you know, put a product out that, that, that I wouldn't use myself. And, you know, certainly our lawn and landscape company doesn't use every product we sell just because of the, of the size that it would make it challenging. But, you know, it's, would I use this and would this make my day a little bit easier or safer or a little more profitable? And, and that's kind of my measuring stick. What is the biggest challenge with marketing, Corey, going from a local regionalized marketing strategy with a perfect cut to basically marketing to the United States and beyond. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the amount of product we have. So we, you know, we are constantly, you know, we post every single day on Facebook. We post twice a day on Instagram. Uh, we just started TikTok, and I've been, I was not going to do it, but Brian and Blake and Keith and all these guys are like, you got to get on TikTok. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll get on TikTok. But um, I think it's just, um, we've been, you know, and it's always changing, you know, Facebook's got some new security rules. So we're constantly having to evolve that. It feels like people's attention spans are a little bit less and less. There's so much stuff coming at everybody and their time's valuable. So we've really been kind of trying to shorten our videos, get to the point quicker. Um, you know, the nice part is we can see a lot of analytics that show us how long people stay engaged on videos. And so if we're losing, you know, 40% of the people, seven seconds in, then we got to change something. So um, we're constantly just trying to put out, you know, good material, showing stuff in action. And, you know, probably one of the best things we've done in the last couple of years is teamed up with some of the guys that you spend a lot of time with, you know, as far as brand ambassadors, you know, like Brian, who's got an incredible following as well. And I think it, it's nice for guys to see other people and their perspective on products versus of course, we're going to tell you it works great. Of course, we're going to try to sell you on why this will work for your business. But, you know, when you see Brian using it or, or Blake or, or 
you know, Spencer, anybody, any of those guys, I think that gives you just a little more clout, a little more, you know, um, credibility in the industry. And so that brand ambassador piece has been really nice for us. And um, it just touches a lot of people. And, you know, if, if you're in the industry and you haven't heard of us, then we probably aren't doing a very good job. But if you're in the industry and you're listening to podcasts and checking out YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook, you've probably seen us. Yeah. And I think Corey Ballard, but Ballard products is such ahead of the game because there's so many of these other companies in our industry they're so slow to go to the influencers like Brian Fullerton and whoever else, you know, there's tons of influencers out there in our space that people know, like, and trust, but you're all in on that. And you're seeing the conversions, you're seeing how much traffic it's driving to your business. And so, you know, I mean, Ballard products is winning from it, but it's crazy how many of these other companies are, you know, spending their marketing dollars on, on foolishness. Yeah. It's just kind of a weird game. And I, you know, it's, I've talked to people all the time. They say, hey, you know, Facebook's dead. And I'm like, well, maybe. Um, I can tell you that our analytics show otherwise. But um, everybody has a different approach. And, um, you know, and I kicked the, the influencer idea around for probably a year because I'm a little bit of a control freak. And I'm like, will I be able to, you know, control the content and control the message? And, and then I realized that you don't have to control the content and the message. Just, you know, the more exposure you can get and then let the consumer decide if they think that product makes sense for their business. And, um, you know, social media has certainly been a blessing, you know, for an e-commerce business. You know, we've been doing this business. I think most people think we just started, but, you know, we incorporated in 99 and really started selling. uh, We got our first patent in 1999 and started selling a lot of product in 2000. So we've been doing this 22 years now. And back in the day, you know, we had to travel around and go to trade shows and take out, you know, half page you know, um, ads in Lawn and Landscape Magazine or Pro Magazine back in the day, and then there was Turf Magazine. And and it was really, really tough to get in front of the consumers. And and social media has absolutely changed that game and and podcasting. And and we talk a lot about like, man, there's so much good information out there, not just products, forget about products, but so much good information about how to run your business and you know, recruit employees and retain employees and price yourself and what equipment makes sense for your business. And I had Caleb Allman on our, on our podcast, the green grind, cheap little plug there, but you know, he said, there's no reason to be, you know, there's no reason to suck anymore. And I was kind of like, that's kind of a little bit rough, but there's no reason to suck anymore. There's so much great information out there that you guys are all putting out that, um, you know, I, I tell guys all the time, I mean, you're sitting on a mower for eight hours a day, Instead of listening to ACDC, man, just just podcast all day long. You're just going to, there's so much good stuff out there. Totally. What effect has Instagram had, Corey, with those two two videos a day? I ran the math. That's over 700 videos a year if you're truly putting out two post, Instagram posts a day. What effect has that aggressive Instagram strategy had on on building awareness to Ballard products? Yeah, I mean, I think it works well. We 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 set it up several days in advance so we uh, the first one goes at 4 30 a.m central time and the second one goes at noon central time um and occasionally um i'll put something up in the evening if i think we've got something that's kind of fun um you know originally we were posting four times a day and i noticed that we were losing people because they were probably tired of seeing my face and it was people's feeds were just full of ballard stuff so i think with instagram you you've got to be a little bit careful too if you're if you you could certainly overdo it. Um, you know, we all know if you scroll through Instagram, there's certain people like, man, they post 
six, eight, ten times a day. And, and even if I like their stuff, sometimes I'll unfollow them because I'm like, man, I just can't, I got to get this person out of my freaking feed. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't have it all. Every post is something. So I think, you know, we're still learning. We're still trying to learn what works best, what time of day works best. Um, you know, we wanted this to be consistent. We wanted people to know that the first thing in the morning when they jump on Instagram, they're, they're going to see something from Ballard. And so we're constantly shooting. I shot uh, four or five videos this morning. Um, we're constantly shooting new stuff just to try to keep it fresh and um, try to not, you know, bore our, our following. And because um, we were kind of stagnant this winter, we were, we were adding about 300 followers a week. And this winter it was just really low. And I, I thought, are we, are we boring? Are we too pitchy? Um, and so we kind of mixed it up and tried to have a little more fun with it and, and, you know, some of, you know, show some of our staff, you know, just kind of, you know, do some fun memes that are long care related. When, when you put your wife and, in there is the video. I remember I did a video with your wife when I was at Ballard and that thing took off. I was my most downloaded or most viewed video <laughs> of the summer. I, did that, does that help or what? It's funny you say that. So Kaz, our marketing director, we did a, Lindsay and I both did a video for our May Day sale. That was a couple of weeks ago. And he goes, man, I don't mean to burst your ego over there, Hot Rod, but he said, uh, Lindsay's video did way better than yours. <laughs> and I said, well, I said, of course it did. Of course it did. And and she she doesn't like to be in front of the camera. And so I have to beg her. I'm like, babe, just do a video. First off, it, it, it feels fresh and different. Everyone's tired of seeing my my face. And uh, so when Lindsay gets on camera, it sometimes I don't know if you've seen any of our outtake ones, which are kind of funny, but she uh, she gets all it's funny. She's like totally got the pitch down. And then as soon as we turn the camera on, we're like three, two, one. She just goes like she just totally screws it up. We've shot like 20 takes to get one video and I'll just leave because I'm like, I'm maybe I'm putting too much pressure on you. But I've done it so many times that. I most of the time I can do them in one take and unless it's a new product where I'm, I, I, I don't, sometimes I got to educate myself a little bit to make sure I hit on the facts that I want to hit on. But yeah, Lindsay does way better than I do, Paul, which you probably understand. What kind of ROI have you seen hiring Kaz and, and having him make everything so professional and, and easy to digest? Oh, that's been a complete game changer. He's fantastic. And, there's no way I could, you know, do it without him. I mean, to have a full-time guy on that, um, his degrees, then I'll probably screw this up, some sort of videography degree. But um, for him to be able to build content, photo new products, we've got a, we've got a little studio set up now where uh, we just got some new products in. He's over there photoing them. So every every photo you see on our website, Kaz shoots, and his ability to shoot videos. Um, and him and I worked side by side for a long time, and now he. He has a budget. He knows what products to run. He knows what videos to post. I don't even look at him anymore. Like I don't, I used to, every video I used to, he'd show it to me first. I would say yay or nay. We've just got to on the same page where he knows what I like. He knows what our message is. Um, man, he's been great. And, you know, for us being in the e-com business, which is really, I, I kind of jokingly say like, we're really just a marketing company that has lawn care products because you, you've got to market constantly if you really want to grow like we want to grow and, and, and show people the products that they don't, maybe they don't even know they need them. You know, they don't even know they exist or that they need them. And 
So, yeah, he's been a blessing. He's a great, great addition to the team. He's super positive, and, and uh, he's got the ability to – he makes logos for new products. And, I mean, he's he's always working on, on great stuff and, and, and gets creative. We've got today – you know, I, and I said I'm kind of punchless. Like today I said I'm four or five things I want him to work on, and by the end of the day he's like, done, 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 done. I'm like, oh, so much better. And then I can focus on what I'm good at, and, and it's certainly not – what he does he's really good at that stuff and he helps with our podcast as well we do those little promo videos each week for our podcast and um you know he just he's an absolute treasure for our company that's fantastic well core you've been in this industry for decades and you've seen the good bad and the ugly what's one piece of practical advice you would give to some of these guys who are just starting out oh one piece you know Right now, it's tough. I mean, it is, it's as tough as I've seen it. Um, you know, I, I guess this is get, it gets so beat up, but man, you guys got to be charging enough. I mean, with the crazy cost of equipment and fuel, um, everything going up, I, I just, it's going to be tough to make money for the next 12 or 24 months. And I, and I just hope that guys are really, really looking at their numbers and understanding that not all your customers are the right customer. And, you know, we've raised rates across the board and, um, had very little kickback. We've had, you know, we've lost a few, but you know, guys have to know their numbers now more than ever. Um, you know, and the other piece would be got to take care of your people. You've, mm-hmm. you've got to really find a way to take care of the people that you have. Um, cause they're so tough to replace. So whether you've got two employees or, or, or 20 or 30, whatever that number is, You've got to be engaged more now than ever, um, shaking hands, you know, knuckle bumping, bringing some Gatorade to the guys, you know, bring in some donuts in the morning, whatever your company does, pizza on Fridays, whatever you got to do, you just, you've got to create a place where people love to work because as you know, Paul, I mean, they can go right down the street and, and get another job and, and there's people offering more money than what we're paying all over and. So we're just trying to love our people to death, treat them with a ton of respect, give them opportunity. Um, and, you know, it's, it's working, but it's tough. We're, we're struggling uh, to find good people more now than ever. And it's, it's, it's tough out there. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. 
You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Your mower blades are sharp, the whippersnipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. Yeah, totally. Where do you think the industry's headed the next five to ten years, Corey? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I, I think there's, I think it's going to continue. I mean, it's going to continue to grow. Um, you know, the communities continue to grow, at least where we are. I mean, they're constantly building, so there's certainly a ton of opportunity uh, for small and large companies. Um, I think the companies that figure out a way to get through this next 24 months, though, um, I think you're going to see a lot of small guys not make it, or I, I shouldn't say small guys. I think the small guys that, that have no overhead can continue to kind of keep going. Those mid-sized companies, I think, are the ones that are really going to feel the pinch right now. And and so I think the companies that get through the next 24 months, run lean, run smart, only buy the stuff that they absolutely need. You know, we do this once versus needs. You know, I want a new truck. Do I need a new truck? Can I get one more year out of that mower? Or do I go to the John Deere dealership and get a brand new one because they've got 0% financing? So playing that once versus needs, really running lean. Um, and I think that the companies that get through this are going to be stronger than ever. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of the mid-sized companies that are really going to struggle. Um, you know, if they, if they don't know their numbers and, and, they, and they, they, you know, they don't take care of their people, you start losing half your workforce and you can't replace them. Um, I've talked to a lot of guys, and I'm sure you have two that are downsizing, and some for good reasons, and some just because they don't have a choice. And so, um, I think now more than ever, guys are going to have to be really, really in tune with their business and and paying attention to every moving piece and every expense and all their pricing and, and ways to get more efficient. And you know, how can we get out of the yard the quickest we can get out of the yard in the morning? And how do we eliminate? you know, extra stops at gas stations and fast food places and, you know, how do we control overtime and just all those things that can make, you know, pennies add up to, to dollars and dollars add up to thousands and it makes a big difference. That's so good. You say know your numbers, Corey. I know that's such a trending term right now, but what does that actually mean to you or, or what would you say the guy who's in year three or four is, you know, maybe not have it all figured out. What should he be looking at to know his numbers? 
I mean, yeah, the easy way is just to back into what is your break even? You know, what does it take to keep the lights on, to, to make the payments? You know, you should always know what your break even number is. Um, and you can do some simple math. I, I just had a guy send me a message um, on Instagram and basically said the same thing. Like, how do I know my numbers? And I said, well, let's just start with the basics. You know, what do you need? What's your break? What do you, how much do you have to generate per month just to, just to cover everything? And also included in there, you should also include, if you're a small operator, your pay. A lot of guys leave their personal pay out. And I'm like, so that's not really your break even. Because if you hit that number, there's no, there's $0 left over for you to take care of yourself or your family. So you've got to price yourself into there. So figure out what does it take to, what is our break even? We got to do X dollars per week or day or month to break even. And then what do we you know? If I want to make a 10% profit margin or a 20% margin, what do we got to be charging? You know, what do we have to charge per hour? How much do we have to generate to make sure that we can achieve those margins? And, and then when we're not, are you willing to make some adjustments? And that may mean getting rid of a client that's maybe not hitting those numbers. Maybe they're a late payer. Um, we all as business owners, man, it's tough to let clients go, but I can tell you at Perfect Cut, we, We've let a lot of clients go that some of them we've had for 15 and 20 years, but they just don't fit our business model anymore. And I hate to do it, but you've got to make the best decision for your company. And, you know, our job is to, to make sure that we're in business, to make sure we take care of our people, to make sure that we're profitable. I don't know why everybody's so scared to use the word profit, but, you know, I get that on the ballot side sometimes. Like people are like, you're just trying to make a profit. Like, yeah, like we have to. I have... You know, we have a small team, but we have nine employees and we've got a warehouse and forklifts and we have a 401k plan and, and we have to be profitable or we won't be in business. So, um, we have to mark products up. We have to be profitable. And so, you know, all that stuff matters. So, you know, just, you can get a pen and paper and, and just figure out what do I need to, to generate per week, per day, per month, uh, to break even and how much do I want to make on top of that? And, um, start looking at your clients and you can track it. I like to track it daily. I mean, um, and, and we also like to look at some of our key clients and, and kind of what we call as a, a washout, but you know, are we making money? Cause some guys, you know, some guys fall in love with the big job, right? So they get a big box store and they, they, they get excited cause it's $30,000 contract or $50,000 contract. But so it sounds sexy and it sounds fun. And then they really run the numbers. They're just not making any money. And so, you know, don't fall in love with those big contracts. You might be making more money doing 25 residentials at a way, you know, you might be, you might have a way higher margin and getting that Walmart on the corner. That seems, that seems exciting to tell people you do Walmart, but you don't make any money doing it. So I don't know if that answers your question. That was probably long winded, but there's just so much out there that guys got to be paying attention to. And it's just, yeah, knowing your numbers is, everybody says it. Most people don't know them. Yeah, that's so good, Corey. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that not just your overhead, but your owner's pay, figuring out that number, what I need to pay myself, plus I'll recover all my overhead. What's that break-even number? I think that's so important. Well, yeah, you know, it's crazy. When I was doing some consulting, so many guys didn't pay themselves. And they said, well, if there's money left over each month, I just take some. And I said, I don't understand that. I said, you've got to pay yourself, just pay yourself what you're paying your top guy then. I don't 20 bucks an hour, but you've got to, you have to give yourself a base pay. 
and they say, you know, and I, I, I'm like, well, they're like, why? I'm like, you're doing the work. You have to give, you have to build in, you have to pay yourself something. Now, if there's money left over and you're profitable and you want to take a distribution or a little extra money at the end of the month, great. That's the gravy, right? But you, you know, you can't not pay yourself. That's not running a business, not a successful one anyways. And so many guys, you know, they don't factor that. Or I'll talk to guys and say, well, I did it on a Saturday, so it didn't cost me anything. And I said, well, it cost you your Saturday. You know, you, you, you could have been hanging out with your kids or you could have went and thrown a line in the water and caught some fish. But when you say that your Saturday didn't cost you anything because you did it yourself, that's just not true. Yeah, totally. I, I couldn't agree more. I, mean, I just did an interview with my bookkeeper, Joey Coberly, and he was saying that same thing, how alarming it is to him as he's um, analyzing folks' business that they don't have that consistent owner's pay and they do exactly what you said. So. Yeah, definitely. Well, Corey, your website is Ballard-Inc., correct? Yeah, Ballard-Inc.com. And then, of course, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just type in Ballard. It'll come up. Although on Instagram, we do have a somebody who's doing some sort of spam account where they're trying to – they copied us and they're trying to get people's information. So that that's always fun. But, yeah, if you go on any social media platform, now we're on TikTok. We're trying to have some fun with that. and. Um, but yeah, if you look up Ballard, you should be able to find us pretty easy. Cool. Ballard-Inc.com. Did we get a promo code, Paul, for the summer tour going yet? Or is we, that available? Yeah, that code is live. That code is live. So if you type in, guys, when you go to check out, um, there's an area for coupon code. If you type in Paul, it'll take 10% off anything that you order on the website. So uh, take advantage of that. If you guys, uh, that's going uh, the entire length of the tour, but that code is live now. So I don't know when you're airing this one, Paul, but um, that code is live and guys can use it anytime. Fantastic. Well, thanks again, Corey, for your time today. I know you got so much going on over there and thanks again for um, sponsoring our summer tour. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, hitting up the Southeast this summer. And uh, we're just very thankful to Ballard Inc. Um, for supporting it. And like Mr. Producer always says, support the sponsors, guys who support the show and um, Ballard, you know, products, you guys, uh, we definitely want you to shop Ballard-Inc.com. So thanks again, Corey. Yeah, awesome, man. I appreciate you, appreciate you having me on, Paul. And we'll, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll see you soon at some of the upcoming events. And certainly, I don't think we have anything coming until probably GIE, but uh, we'll it's the see equi- It's the Equip well. Expo now, Corey, Equip. I know. You know how long it's going to take me to figure that out? <laughs> a while. I'm a, slow, I'm, a slow, I'm a slow learner. I've been calling it GIE forever. And it was called something before that. You know, we, we had a booth there probably 2000 through 2009 or 10. And we had a booth there. And it was, and then when they merged and changed it to GIE. So I think it was before that it was, oh, that was something else. But, yeah, I'm going to have to get my, uh, I'm going to have to remember that because I keep calling it GIE. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I know that's kind of like the we got a new bunch of new listeners that don't even know what we're talking about. That's the biggest trade show in our industry, and it's kind of like the one event that everybody plans to go to just so we can network and see each other. So that'll be in October that you yeah. Expo. It's a great, it's a great event. I mean, I I tell guys all the time. I mean, the equipment's kind of fun to look at, but more than anything, you just get a chance to network with your peers and talk to guys at events and. I, you know, you learn a lot about guys when you get a chance to talk to them and ask them what they're doing in their business. And, and especially if they're not in your market, guys are just a lot more willing to tell you what's, you know, what's going on with their people or their pricing or their equipment. And, and uh, 
it's not top secret. Like if you're trying to talk to somebody in your local market, sometimes guys don't want to tell you much. So I recommend all you guys get out to the expo and man, look at equipment, talk to guys, take your, you know, take some of your staff, make it a little mini vacation and learn as much as you can. Cool. I really appreciate your time, Corey. Is there anything we're leaving out here that needs uh, to be addressed? I don't think so, but I appreciate you having me on, and uh, good luck on your tour. I'll be listening in to, to your podcast, and if, uh, if you want to get me on at some other point, I'd love to join you, and, and uh, we'll, we'll see, you, see you coming up at some events. All righty. Well, thanks for your time, Corey. Thanks, Paul. Have a great day. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.